American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're currently locked in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice, and you heard what he just said. This is the Starting porch. on the porch. Well, that was What's began. going on, my brother? Man, How you doing right now? We back. God is good. Ten toes down. You know we can't get on the porch until we say God is good, brother, so I can't complain. Yes. How you doing? Hey, man, hey, I'm doing good. It's been a busy last few weeks for myself. You know what I mean? Just came back from Baltimore for my, my mm. brother Sheldon's wedding. You know, we turned up, had a good Movie. time. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad to be back in L.A. and kind of just settled, trying to settle in and catch up with all the work that I missed for a few days. <laughs> hey, and happy spring. It's the springtime now. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, like, you know, light rain, trees are starting to blossom a little bit. The greenery, the sun's out, you know, just makes you feel a little, a little, little warm inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When the sun's out. And I like that. I like spring because spring reminds me of like growth. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. you think about spring, you think about okay. growing into your next, your next chapter in life. It's, 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 a, it. it's a message behind it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, shout out to spring. Let's get it. <laughs> But like you said, man, every time we come to the porch, we got to come a little bit stronger, a little bit better each and every time. And I think we're doing that again with today's very special guest. And I don't want to leave her waiting. She's a bodybuilder, a fitness trainer. And to me, she's just an overall beast. The one and only Nashali Alma. Welcome to the porch. Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thanks for the intro. <laughs> of course, of course, man. How is life? Before we get into it, how has life been treating you lately, man? Like, any updates? Anything going on? You know, uh, with your life? Life has, yeah, life has been crazy. Because um, currently, I'm a nursing student, so my life is just back and forth with work, nursing, and then you know, I've been having weekly like school meet meetups. Mm. Um, a mm. lot of teachers, a lot of students reach out to me. Um, to go visit their schools and to speak out, just say hi to them. So that's pretty awesome. Nice. Got you. Man, you are a busy, busy. woman. You're a nursing student, fitness trainer, yeah, bodybuilder. I know you've, you've, you've done some competition before. You're doing it all, man. We're going to dive into all of that because I think it's so interesting to just, you know, all the cool things that you're involved in. But first, definitely want to, you know, kind of share a light on your story uh, that, you know, I, I believe a lot of the world saw and heard online a few months ago. And for those of, of you guys who on the porch who have not heard about this story, just to give you a little bit of background, I, I believe it was back in January, right? Uh, you yeah, were January uh, 22nd. January 22nd. 22nd. There you go. You know, you were working out in your, I think your neighborhood gym, just a typical day and a stranger, a strange man basically walked in and tried to attack you, tried to snatch you. Uh, but little did he know, yeah. you were built a little <laughs> differently, and you fought him off. And I mean, just seeing the video every time I see it, it just um, it, it's so impressive to just see just your your confidence, your 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 how you just kind of flipped the switch and just went to instant resilience. Like, mode. Resi yeah, yeah like, thank you. <laughs> it was, thank I love seeing it, but I kind of want you to just kind of walk our porch followers and family through just. 
that day, just how that day went, you know what I'm saying, to kind of share light on, from your point of view, um, that situation. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC slash MMA and much, much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V, believe, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was on a Sunday night. Mm. Uh, but before I went to work out, it was actually kind of funny. Um, so I'm, as I, like I said, I'm a nursing student. And so I took an exam uh, three hours before I went to the gym. And I failed it. So mm. I was really sad and upset and I'm mad. Like, dang, I failed my exam. You know, and so I had told my boyfriend, you know, I'm gonna go work out. And I went to my local apartment gym complex. And this was like roughly, roughly like 9.30 at night. And, you know, I went to the gym and I started working out and I was getting a good ass pump because when you're mad and you're upset, you, you get a pump going, you get a pump going. Right, right. <laughs> so in the middle of my workout, um, I heard a knock on the door and I looked over and I saw it was a, a man. And I had seen him around the apartment complex once before. So I knew mm. he lived there. I knew he was a resident. So I buzzed him in just like any other person would, you know, if you forget your key fob. And I let him in. I didn't really think too, too much out of it. And so I went back to my workout and he went to the other side of the gym. So I didn't see him for about 10 to 15 minutes. Mm. Um, and then when I finished my workout, that's when he walked to the other side of the gym where I was. And he was just standing there for a moment. He was looking outside. So in the gym, you can see from inside and out. So mm -hmm. if anybody can see from in and out. And he was just looking outside and just staring away. So like, you know, I always got, I brought up some awareness, like, okay, why is he just standing there, you know, questioning what's going on, but I didn't want to think too much out of it. So I just picked it. I got, I finished my workout. I picked up my phone and that's when he kind of just, went towards me mm. and he he said exactly like no words at all he was quiet mm. me he tried to grab my waist and that's when I pushed him I said bro what the f are you doing and get the f away from me and he just kept approaching me so I just started pushing him back and we ended up around this bench in the in the gym where I created our own spaces figure out like what was going on because at first I was a little confused as to what he was trying to do Mm -hmm. uh, but shortly afterwards, when I tried to run out and leave, I turned around and he was just right in my face. Mm -hmm. At that point, I couldn't even leave. So I ran to the other side of the gym and I was trying to call 911 and he said, don't do that. Don't call nobody. And I said, what? And that's when he grabbed me and I was like, my fight or flight response kicked in and it was just fight mode. So I grabbed my phone. I started banging him in the head with it. I took my phone back to my right hand. I started banging on my left fist. Um, and he was able to pick me up and throw me on the ground and he got on top of me for about three to four seconds, but I was able to kick him and we'll go out of that. But then what you don't see off camera is when we get off camera, he puts me in a chokehold. 
And I somehow wiggled out of that. I turned around, I, I elbowed him in the face. And that's when I pulled all his beard hairs. I could see that he was really hurt. And at that point, I said, let me the F go, let me go. And that's when, you know, at the end of, at the, end of the video, you could see him um, getting tired. So that's when I pushed him away and I ran out. And when I ran out to call 911, I turned around to see if he was still following me. He wasn't. He stood by the the front of the gym doors, just standing there. And he just walked off into the, like the darkness and disappeared. Mm. So I ran off to my neighbors and I knocked on like four doors and all of them opened the doors up. And this a couple came out, took me inside their apartment. And the boyfriend was defending the door, looking around, making sure that he didn't come chase me afterwards or anything. And then the cops came and yeah. <laughs> wow. Man. That's insane. Now, when when you all were tussling, um, I guess how long was that? Like how like how long were you guys tussling? You know, on the ground. Once he got you on the ground, it was about seven to eight minutes. Like Ooh. I I was oh fighting. You know? Yeah, because wow. at that point, because when I was grabbing my phone to call nine one one, I remember time too. So at the time I saw that it was like nine fifty six, and then when I left, I called nine one one. It was like what nine fifty six from like it was like ten oh five, ten oh six or something like that when I left the doors. So I was like, I, I, I didn't even think of how long it felt. But when I was on the ground, it felt like it was like eternity, obviously. Yeah. Right, right. But, but in reality, when, after watching the videos, I realized like, damn, it was like seven to eight minutes I was on my ground. Wow. Man, that's a long time, man. And man, I mean, again, shout out to you for just having the courage to share your story and be open about it and, you know, still be able to smile and be happy and, and move on with life. Because, you know, a lot of people could have been in that same situation and uh i would gave assume in. it that you gave oh, in. Yeah. we're not even that just kind of caused a lot of just mental trauma and that's something i want to ask you too like obviously you, you still seem to be very upbeat and living your life but i want to ask you like did, did that moment have any effects uh on you mentally at all not really i mean so the first week um it did you know um after the first day it happened you know i called off of work the next day to have a self-care day um, and throughout the week, I was having, you know, my drilling finally kicked off. All of it just went down. And I had nonstop crying days, nonstop, like, fear, like, oh, what's going to happen now? Or what's going to happen? Like, what's going what's gonna to happen? Right. But after a while, I think about two weeks afterwards, I kind of just have been good. Like, I haven't mm. had any PTSD, any trauma. Like, I've just been continuing going to the gym, been working, you know, I've just been really good. I think, you know with all the reassurance from my friends, my family, um, and my boyfriend too, especially him. He's been a big part of all of this. Um, just having everyone there just to be supportive and be able to talk about my story, mm-hmm. I feel that I don't have any resentment or holding any fear in. Absolutely. Shout out to that support system. I think that's that's yes. something that's always needed, you know, even down the road too, because sometimes we know how things like to creep back up on us. Um, as well. So I guess for you getting back in, in the gym, obviously that's something that you love a lot, right? Um, did it take you a while to get back into a gym? Where, like, were you kind of focused on making sure like there were a lot of people in the gym? Like, mm. or did you just get into the gym? So I actually just got into the gym. Um, mm. After three days, it happened. I went back to working out. I was like, you know, I'm not going to let somebody or this type of situation stopped me from doing what I love. You know, it's work now and being a bodybuilder. And I didn't let it stop, let it stop me one bit. 
Love that. I love, love it, man. That. I love it. And, and, and that's a message within itself. Like, you know, not letting a negative situation, a person, whatever, stop you from chasing your dreams yeah. and doing, doing what you love. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I definitely love that. And I want to ask you this again. Like I said, I'm sure there's, there could be some listeners right now who maybe been through a similar situation or, or what have you. I, you've inspired a lot of people, a lot of, I'm sure, young girls who've seen this or even older women as well. For those who might be tuning in, like what, what message would you have, if anything, to, to you know, to these women, you know, uh, again, who might have experienced something similar to you? You know, I, it's a couple of things I could say, honestly, because, you know, yeah, you know, when the video went viral, I had millions, like thousands of women message me, share their stories with me and how like they've inspired, um, they've been inspired by me to share their story, you know. And a couple of things I took out of this was like, one, at first, don't be afraid to share your story. You have a voice, share that. Let everybody know that this happened, this is going on, but don't be scared. Don't be afraid, you know, because the more you hold it in, the more fear, the more quiet, the more you get more depressed from it. And that's, I noticed that like a lot of women who came up to me were like, hey, you inspired me because it, it took me about 15 years to share my story until now, you know? And if you're ever in this situation or you ever happen to be in this situation, always remember to fight back. Show them that you can fight back and you have the will and the strong-minded willingness to fight back. Because the more you fight, the more they're going to stop, the more they're going to give up. So you never want to give up on that situation. Absolutely. And we know your video um, obviously was circulating just all throughout social media. Um, I guess at what point did you like where you sitting down? And you're like, oh, my God, this video is going viral. And like people are looking at this video and like spreading it across the country. Well, even the world. Um. So when the day came out and, you know, it was posted, I got a couple thousand views. I was like, OK, you know, whatever. Um, it wasn't as in, it wasn't until the very next day when I woke up to go to work. I woke up, my alarm was going off. And when I looked at my phone, I kid you not, I had about like over a hundred thousand notifications on my phone oh my it, it just kept going it just kept going wow. and i'm like what the heck just happened so i opened my instagram up and my followers went from four thousand that was before anything happened just four thousand mm -hmm. to about forty thousand followers within one day Ooh. and i was like holy crap i was like what just <laughs> happened and i saw like i said like all these messages kept flowing in like all these celebrities were hitting me up and it was it was insane. I it, it felt un, so unreal. I was like, yeah. "Am I famous?" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it's a, a, a real moment. It's almost like in a in a in a weird way. Like, obviously, the situation was foul, was messed up. I'm I'm glad that 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 guy. I don't, I don't want to call him a man. That that whatever you want to call him, it got locked up. You know, what I'm saying I hope he stays in jail for a long time. Um, but a lot of positive kind of came from the mess of situation. Like you said, I mean, obviously you kind of became somewhat famous. Your following has grown tremendously. I guess talk about just some of the, the positive effect that, that has kind of stemmed from that for you personally. Oh yeah. Like I've gotten probably like 99% positive and like 1% negative. Mm. If there's any negative comments or whatever out there, I can't even see it. It's been overflowed by all the positivity. Mm. Like everyone called me a badass, a hero, an inspiration that, you know, like even dads like comedy and saying like, wow, you've inspired me to put my daughters into self-defense or I'm going to show them their videos and show them what a real hero is and what to fight back and to never give up. Like mm. 
it's been insane, you know, for men and women, like the biggest support system I've ever seen. Like, cause I first, I thought when the video was going to be released, I would get some negativity, mm-hmm. actually a lot more negative than positive, just because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a video of me fighting back my attacker and people would say negative comments that you don't want to see, you know, but at the end of the day, it was more positive than anything. And I was so happy with the outcome. Thousand percent. So, I mean, now that you, you know, obviously the world, you know, have been looking at you and will continue to look at you, I guess, what are some things that you're doing to continue to like, you know, move the pencil a little bit and, and continue to create awareness? So I teamed up with UFIT um, last month to offer free self-defense classes. That was my first checklist. My second one right now, I have a GoFundMe up. It's a national campaign. Uh, I'm trying to raise funds to open an all-women's gym and offer right. free self-defense classes within those gyms. Um, that's my, my my second goal right now. I'm, I'm going for it now. Um, it's up and running. Got We got a couple grand right now in there. Um, it's slowly growing. You know, we're getting there, but we're getting there. And then I have a um, self-defense instructor who I'm working with. We're trying to do some self-defense seminars pretty soon mm. um, and just do it around the area from where I live. Um, Tampa, Florida, but <laughs> nice. um, just to, you know, kind of grow it and you know, teach women to be prepared and have that self defense there, you know, in any situation that ever happens. I love that. That's love amazing. That. That's amazing, man. Like, shout out to you, like I said, for just thank you, you know, <laughs> just pushing the needle forward, you know, and, and being and making a negative situation a very positive and continuing to inspire so many people, man. And for the porch family who's tuning in, whether it's through audio or watching along caffeine. She has a GoFundMe. So you need to go to that Instagram account, click on that link. Support, support. Even if it's a $5, whatever you, you can, go ahead and donate, Even, even just a dollar. Just, just a dollar will make a difference. Come on, <laughs> Come on now. You heard what she said. I know, I know y'all got a dollar. I know y'all got one dollar, man. So go ahead and show love and support an amazing cause, man. So, nah, man, I appreciate you so much for kind of, again, sharing that story again. And I saw you recently received, I think, the first ever Strength and Courage Award on International Women's Day. Uh, so again, congrats, congrats on that as well. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was a very insane moment. Um, when I received it, I got the standing ovation, the only award and the only person to get a standing ovation. And mm-hmm. I got really emotional, but I didn't want to cry all, you know, on my picture. I was like, hold it in, hold it in. But <laughs> it was a great moment. And everyone there was so nice and just so helpful. I love it. Amazing to hear, man. So nah, we appreciate that. And man, I'm, I know the Porch family is going to be inspired just from hearing this story. But I want I want to kind of shift gears a little bit here. Again, I know a lot of people have seen the video at this point and and kind of seen you know learned that side of you. But I want people to know who you are as a person. So one question we love to ask, you know, a lot of our guests is just this simple question: Who is Nishali? So I live in Tampa, Florida. Um, I'm a medical laboratory technologist. Um, so I run hematology and uh, uh, immunology labs. I mm. do all the kind of blood work. I'm the person who kind of figure out what's wrong with you. And then the doctor diagnoses you. Um, it's mm. a pretty fun job. I love it. Um, it's very hands-on. It's always busy work, um, but it's something I love. And I'm currently, like I said before, a nursing student. Uh, I'm trying to become a RN and work in the hospital at, as an ER RN. That's that. And then I'm also a bodybuilder. <laughs> I've been a bodybuilder for two years now. Um, I love it. It's my passion. 
I'm actually in prep right now um, to get ready for a show in August. So we're hoping that goes well too. <laughs> Wow. She's busy, Bolo, ain't she? Busy. Very busy. busy. <laughs> and and obviously, um, you know, going back to, you know, looking at the video and, and you you telling us seven to eight minutes on the ground and not giving up, you know, obviously we see that competitive, like, kind of like drive, mm -hmm. you know, within within yourself as well. Um, did you play sports growing up at all? Like, did that any of that translate to bodybuilding or, you know, who you are today? Um, so I only played soccer. Um, all the way until high school. After that, I kind of just stopped it. Um, and then I didn't do, I didn't work on anything during college. Um, I started working out, I want to say, after I got my bachelor's degree. So that's when I started working out. But I only started working out to kind of better myself. Um, mm. I was a little insecure about my body. And I really wanted to better myself and be really strong and have a strong mind. So I just kept going on with that. And then later down the road, I met a uh, a competitor coach who does the bodybuilding, mm -hmm. and we kind of teamed up. And ever since then, we've been going on. Wow, I love that man. Because a lot of people are intimidated by the gym. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't grow up like playing sports, and it's not like something that you're used to doing, it's kind of it's it's, it's nerve wracking to walk into a gym, mm -hmm. see all these people in here screaming and grunting and lifting Growing these heavy weight. weights. Like what? Like how was it? Like tell me about those first few days and first few weeks with you actually going to, going to the gym. Did you ever have, I guess, those feelings of just being intimidated at all? You know, not really. Like, I can recall my first few days in the gym. Um, I just kind of walked in and just did my own thing because everyone's in the gym for the same goal, right? To work out, to be strong, to lose weight, to gain weight, whatever it is. You know, at the end of the day, everyone's there for a common goal. And, you know, you shouldn't walk into the gym and feel intimidated or should feel scared to work out you're there to make a difference on your body just like everyone else mm -hmm. so i think you should just walk in with that confidence just work out and do your thing i love it that's real man that's real and i know me like i said myself and bolo you know former football players you know growing up playing sports and weight room has been a huge part of of, of our lives you know what i'm saying for sure i'm, I'm probably not at, I ain't gonna say probably. I'm not yes. at your level uh, right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> maybe about six, seven years ago, I could claim that, but right now I'm not at your level. Um, but, but, <laughs> but just kind of share with us how, and you mentioned it a little bit, but just how weightlifting has changed your life. You know, and, and obviously we get the physical, but how that has transitioned to just the mental part mm. in your in your day-to-day, -day, you know, life. Yeah, you know. With working now, just being a bodybuilder, like working out overall, it's changed my mindset. You know, I've been more disciplined. I've been more focused. I've been more uh, goal driven, you know, because when you're in the gym, you're trying to reach a goal. Right. So outside of that, in my real life work in school, it's allowed me to become more focused and, you know, be detail oriented to everything I want to do. Um, I think, you know, like I said, working out has taken a big part of that. It's kind of transformed me into kind of schedule what my goals are what i want to do what i want to complete in that day and i think it just it hops you on a train a constant train that you want to get down absolutely That's real. And, and i know you mentioned too like everybody kind of has that common goal when they go to the gym but for you you're a bodybuilder so i think there is a little bit of a uh, different components that go into that so talk to us about like bodybuilding within itself and how you prepare mm. for competitions so, yeah, bodybuilding is a little, a little different from the common goal. You know, mm. bodybuilding is more aesthetics. You know, it's just of a look. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but for bodybuilding, you know, it's it, it it is very intense. You have to have that discipline. It's all about discipline. Like you have to stick to that diet, a certain diet, certain foods every single day for mm. fifteen to twenty weeks. You know, I eat five Ooh. times a day. And it's the same foods every day. What you eat? You know? tell, tell us real quick. I not to cut you off. <laughs> he, he gonna ask. He I love food. food. He's Listen, gonna ask. I love working out. I work out pretty much four to five days a week myself. Um, but the eating side—that's that, that's the part where I've always had a weakness. Man. Please educate us right now. What what are you eating uh, d- during those five meals? No one's gonna like it. No one's gonna prove it. So my first meal of the day is my breakfast. Um, I'll have three whole eggs with spinach and feta cheese. That's one. My second meal is gonna be chicken, spinach. That's it. Meal three, it's gonna be you know half a cup of white rice, chicken, veggies. (laughs) Meal four, salmon and rice. Meal five, chicken, veggies. That's it. Now, does it matter on like the time of like in which you eat it? Yes. So you have to eat them every one and a half to two hours. Every one and a half to two hours. So you literally eating like two, four, six, eight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And sometimes, you know, my coach will switch, you know, high carb days to low carb days. So when I have my low carb days, I'm starving. Like I'm sitting at my computer desk. I'm like, what can I eat? What can I do? Like, I don't have any snacks. I can't snack on anything. So I just keep drinking water, just drinking all the water I can take. That's wild. That I think that's my biggest thing too. Like, like everybody kind of goes through that. I call it like food withdrawal where like you're hitting that yes. point where like you're so hungry, like you're about to faint. Like you just don't know what to do. Like when you're dieting, I guess talk to the porch, especially the people who never like make it through an entire diet. Like how do they fix their brains to like fight through the toughest parts about yeah. like, kind of getting through that crave of like food i know exactly what you mean bolo yeah, please tell her yes you know it's a little difficult um because i myself i love sweets i love donuts i love cookies mm, i love all that i love burgers it's like i said you have to have the discipline you know at the end of the day when you're trying to reach a certain goal that's what should stick in your mind I want to become this. I want to get to this. I want to look like this. And it takes a lot of sacrifice, you know? So if you want to reach to a certain goal, you got to sacrifice, you know? Mm. When I'm craving something, I just drink more water. When I want to eat something, I just drink more water. water. I work in healthcare. So, you know, a lot of my boss loves to buy the, the entire staff, like Chick-fil-A or Olive yep. Garden, you know, I see in the back. Breadsticks. I keep going. I keep going. Like, nope, nope, nope. Because at the end of the day, when you see the end result, you love it. You love the drive. You love the discipline. You love mm. all that. So you have to stick to it. You got to fight through it. It's, it sucks. But at the end, when you see the results, you, you understand why you didn't do it. Right. You understand why you didn't create, cave into that cheat. Man, man. It's it hard, down, I'll tell you. It comes down to discipline. The thing about it is, like, there's no easy way out. You know what I'm saying? There's like, no easy way I out. think in today's, our generation, everybody want to find an easy way out in life, you know, mm-hmm. to, to lose weight, how to build a butt, how to get the muscles right, how to get a six yeah. pack. Listen, there's no easy way out. If, you, if you're going to do anything in life that's worth achieving, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be hard. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's something <laughs> I'm trying people, to work. People, want, people hate to hear that, you know, yeah. like, what but how do you get through this how do you get through it i'm like i just get through it you know at the end of the day you just gotta get through it <laughs> yeah. now now Nishali, is it is it really 80 20 
like 80% diet, 20% working out? Or do people just throw that number out to throw that number out? 80, 20, I, I, I'll say 90, 20. Okay. 90, Let me <laughs> because at the end of the day, you know, you, you're on the strict diet for 20 weeks. Let's say when you get down to two weeks, um, you're not really working out anymore. You're just getting a quick pump, leaving the gym. It's straight diet, you know, and when it comes down to two to one week before showtime, you're eating straight protein. That's it. And you're drinking protein, water, protein, water, protein, water until show day. And when it gets three days out, you're not even eating nothing. You, you don't have any water. You're dehydrating your whole body to see, you know, what you worked hard on. Yeah. So it's really dieting because, you know, you can work out as much as you can, but if you're not eating right, you're not going to see the results. Damn, that's the tough part, y'all. Yeah. Like, come on, y'all. We got to put down like the Debbie cakes abs, and them donuts. Abs are made in the kitchen. Oh, true. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. That's why, listen. Abs are made in the kitchen. I've been strong my whole life. I promise you I have. I can show you some old pictures. Bolo, no. I've been very, I've been really strong my whole life. But I've never had a six-pack. I've always had. I've always been a little chubby since I, since I can remember. Because I just, I'm not <laughs> eating right, man. I just ain't. Abs are made in the kitchen. Come Damn. on, man. We got to lock in, man. It's, As uh... I throw that butter on that stove and uh, whatever. Ah, uh, no. Damn. Y'all love some butter. I love some butter. It, it's funny the timing of this, man. Because like, like me and, and one of my my good friends, uh, his name is Julian out here. Like we just like we just came back from a wedding together. And we said, hey, y'all. Like, hey, man. Like we're about to lock in and meal, meal prep and eat right. So we actually went to the store the, uh, what, two days ago. Got a whole bunch of like uh, chicken tenderloins, boneless chicken, broccoli, uh, and we, we we went on his grill like last night and just grilled everything. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm in this process right now of just trying to just stay disciplined. Eat, you know, two, my two chicken breasts, my broccoli. I got a gallon. I'm trying to drink a gallon of water a day. Okay, you know what I mean. And I'm kind of doing tell already, bro. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that quick. Uh, but no, it's funny you mentioned like. He said, anytime I'm hungry, I just drink more water. Drink more water. It's like you got to trick your mind to say, mm. like, yeah. I'm not hungry. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's tough, though. It's so tough. Yeah, it is. Because, like, I'll work out with my coach, and, you know, he'll have me do some heavy, heavy leg days. And my food, you know, digests quick. It just burns right through. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. And he's like, drink more water. I'm like, okay. Drink more mm. water. It fills, it fills you up. It fills you up. You keep pushing. You got to keep going. You know, and when I feel super hungry, water, water, water. You know, it's 20 trips to the bathroom, but when you see the end result, you just love it. Right, right. So, so listen, if you ain't heard nothing else, Porch family, drink your water. Drink water. I think <laughs> for real, water is the key. The like, if you ain't drink doing nothing water. else. Water is the key. <laughs> Let me right now. Water make you full. Water, you know, burns fat. bad too. now, y'all. So the more water you drink, the more fat you burn, too. So, Damn. It, it, it equals out. <laughs> I feel Man. bad, y'all. Why you feel bad, Bolo? I got lemonade. Ah! Damn. 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 Is, is it good, though? It's fire, y'all. It's good, y'all. I'm going to pay for it, but hey. Don't, right, hey. Y'all put me on there. Don't, te on hey, the don't tease her. She can't have lemonade, so do not tease our no. guests. Don't do that, Bolo. <laughs> I know. That's cool. I mean, I can have like the zero calorie crystal light stuff, you know, you can squeeze in. Yeah. yeah. So how do we, how, like, do we, do we snack at all though? Like, do we have like cheat meals at all? Or are we just kind of straight to it? That depends on the coach. If the coach sees that I'm looking good, that we're looking, you know, deflated, 
He'll give me one. But if we're not, I don't get one. Ooh. Damn. And I don't get no snacks either. It's straight meals. No snacks, like no rice cakes, no none of that. It's straight meals. See, I'm a big snacker. Like that's my too. that's the one thing where I'm like, I got all right. Now I, here, you gotta give me something. Here. <laughs> yeah. It's like what I did. So like again, I'm not training to be like, like a competitor. I'm just trying to get a little healthier. Feel better, yeah. look, look a little good. good. You, you know, know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't have to be as strict as probably you have to be. So, I, I went ahead and maybe some homemade pico, which ain't too bad. Ooh. Tomato, jalapeno, cilantro, mm-hmm. yeah. onion, little pepper, crushed red, a little bit of salt. And I got the blue, I think it's called the blue corn tortilla chips. No salt added. Oh, no salt added. You know, but, but salt is actually really good for you. Break it down to me. Break it down. Yeah, when you have sodium inside of you, know, whenever you're working now, you have sodium. It gives you a better pump. Mm. That's probably why I'm so strong. Bro, so you know, it's funny because look, remember people used to cramp in football. We used to cramp. They used to give us sunflower seeds or pickle juice and stuff. So mm. that makes sense. So you Bananas. don't cramp. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. The more okay. salt you have when you're working now, you you have a better pump. You don't get sore. You don't get no cramps. Ooh. That's smart. So now, now me specifically though, and I know you're about to be a nurse, so I have high blood pressure. So I've always been, yeah, I know, I know. So that's why I'm trying to work, work on. I'm really mm-hmm. trying to change my diet. And I know sodium was was one of the things where it's like, all right, like, I can't have too much sodium. You know what I'm saying? So it's like trying to find that balance. Right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm trying to figure out the the more natural way. It's funny that you're about to be like, you know, you're about to be an RN soon. My wife. <laughs> She's actually, uh, she's a nurse, you know. Uh, oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, she's an RN. She works, um, it's uh, liver, liver tra- like the transplant floor, like, like liver and oh, heart awesome. transplant floor. So yeah. it's basically ICU, basically, you know what I mean? It's a lot going on. Uh, but she's always educating me on just, you know, things I can do naturally without having to get on the pill, stuff like that, just trying to change my habits. So uh, just trying to figure out ways to just mm-hmm. be healthy. I'm getting older, yeah, and, you, you know, know what I'm saying? For you. Yeah. Yeah, because you have high blood pressure for you. Obviously, you know, a high protein, low carb diet would help a lot too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, more veggies, more veggies. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. You know, just make some mixture of veggies. Doing light salt um, before workout or your pre workout meal is fine, obviously. Right. But yeah, you don't want too much spread yeah. out through your meals. Um, you ever take like creatine? Creatine also helps too. You know, that's a natural supplement that you can take. Really? So, Bolo, I've always heard about creatine. Like, since like high school, but I never took it. Um, because like I, I don't know. When I was younger, I used to get. I heard like mixed reviews about it. I didn't right. know if it was good for me. If it was like a steroid, I, I don't know. When I was young, I didn't know what it was. So, but you're telling me it actually is good for you, huh? Yeah. So, creatine monohydrate. It's um, it kind of you know, it feeds your muscles, helps you helps you grow, gives you a better pump and everything. Um, I have been really hurting bad reviews on my side about creatine. I use creatine myself, nice. um, but it's not a steroid. It's a supplement. Um, you take like five milli- um, M- MGs a day. Yep. Um, you take it before and afterwards, and it kind of helps uh, stabilize and feed your muscles. Mm. Now, real quick question. So I remember back in the day to Darnell's point, they used to say like your muscles get filled up with water doing creatine. Is that true? So it depends. Like if you're bulking, it can't. Okay. Um, but if you're trying to cut and everything, it's good to take creatine to feed the muscle. So as 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 you work out and lose weight, you're trying to build up that muscle, it mm-hmm. feeds the muscle. But gotcha. if you're bulking, it can fill you up with that water. Got you. Okay. Got you. That makes sense. 
Hey man, she, she giving us free game on the porch. Yeah. Like, I, I'm game. really learning. Like, because <laughs> you strong and you grew up lifting weights and working out, don't mean you have the, the doing it the right way or, or doing healthy. it right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really right here learning. Let me ask you this, man. So listen, <laughs> my body all messed up. So listen, I, I found out like a year and a half ago, I've been having like low back pain, and it, it started to get okay. way worse. So I went ahead and got an MRI. I have a bulging disc in my L4, L5. I don't wish this pain on nobody. Each day it kind of changed. Like right now, I feel pretty good, but in an hour, it could be painful. It kind of, it's like ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. But all the the doctors I've been to, the chiropractors, they tell me I don't need surgery and that I can do certain workouts and, and, and strengthening workouts with my glutes and my legs to actually get the disc back in place. I don't know. That's, that's what they told me. I want to ask you, do you have any knowledge mm. at all with someone in my predicament? So yes, um, if you there's some massage therapists who can actually massage that disc in, and physical therapists too can. So they can realign your, your hips and your spine. Um, that's one thing you can actually do in research. Um, I used to, I have scoliosis, so um, mm. I had I used to go to physical therapists and they used to realign my, my spine and they would just mm. massage it out and they would align it up. And I used to have back pain too, so. I went to them, they fixed it up, and I haven't had back pain ever since. Um, and workouts too, you can do a lot of stretching, a lot of like supermans. You can mm -hmm. do a lot of, I would say, lunges, light squats. They can help kind of align yourself, um, especially on the Smith machine. Just take it slow and steady to kind of work your way up with it. Um, but there's a lot of things you can actually do to fix that. <laughs> Dang, man. Hey, I'm about to pay you some right money. We, we about to work together because I'm tired. <laughs> I've been in pain for two and a half years and I'm tired of it. I, I'm now, only 29. Now, you work out too, make sure you wear a belt. You know, if you are heavy lifting, you know, make sure you have that belt to line that back so you're mm. not experiencing any back pain. Um, so you know, get you, a lot of things you can do within that. Let me, let me fix my posture, y'all. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real, bro. Sit up straight. I, I've had knee surgeries, obviously. You know, I tore my, tore my, my lateral meniscus in both my knees back in the days. But like, there's nothing like back pain. I'm not Ooh. like. Now, do you, when like you sit pain. down, Ooh. do you have like one of those back cushions to put? See, I need see, one of those. See, after the show, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to text you or email you. you might have sent me like a like a list of like ten things I need to do instantly to help me with my back. Cause I I'm I'm so ready to get this thing fixed. I'm telling you, you wake up every morning in pain. It's not a good feeling, y'all. Wake up in pain it's every not, single yeah. day. Oh head, oh head. You get that back cushion. You officially oh head. You know how to take that back cushion hey, everywhere you go, bro. I'm telling you, that back cushion will change your life. Like, cause my boyfriend has one for work, cause he sits down all day at work. And yep. he puts that back cushion there, and you said back pain, it's gone. It's Stop gone. Stop playing. Oh, I'm about to buy it today. I'm about to go. No, Amazon. That's Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> I think that's how the pain, because it was during the pandemic when it started. And I, I, my job is on the laptop, so I'm working from home, sitting yeah. down. We can't go outside, and that's when the pain starts. See, come on, man. I should have talked to you two years ago. I'm mad, Bolo. Hey. <laughs> little right advice yeah. goes a long way. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Look at Bolo. He's I'm looking at it right now. Preventative. Hey, <laughs> mine's is going to be preventative maintenance now, hey, though. Hey, send me the link. Send me the link. Yeah, it ain't bad. They, they, they decent. I see pretty a couple good. nice ones on there. Yeah. Best seller right I'm here. Say, Four I'm and a half cost, stars. Though. I'm going to say cost. Samsonite's one for 20. You got a good one. It got a, it got a bottom for your hamstrings and your back for 40. Ooh, Four and they're, a half not stars. Bad, they're not that pricey at all. Like my oh, boyfriend, he got his for like thirty bucks or so too. Yeah, uh huh. Hey, that. 
Overnight, my bro. Uh-oh, I might have to get it right <laughs> now. I ain't gonna lie to you. Overnight. I'm like, Shall I do it, boy fam? Let me know in the comments. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You got to get it. So I last question it. about diet before we move on. Fasting. A lot of people say it's good. Ooh. A lot of people say it's bad. I see, like, health-wise, like, people say they have benefits with it. Like, what's your thought on fasting? So for me, like, um, so I personally train on the side a couple clients. And I have three of them who do fast in the morning. Um, and it has its, its benefits, um, because it can suppress your hunger in the morning and burn a lot more calories, especially if you're doing morning cardio. So if you fast in a lot of morning and do fasted cardio, it burns a lot more throughout the day. So you burn a lot more fat. So when you, whenever you hit your first meal, you're, you're, you're basically feeding, well, your first meal, if you're doing high protein, which you should be like, you know, eggs, spinach, whatever it, it can be. After you do your fasting and you get your first meal in, it feeds your muscles. It feeds whatever it needs, the good nutrients in your bodies. Mm. So I like intermittent fasting. I also am fasting myself. Um, as soon as I wake up, I drink a full glass of water and I fasten until about noon. And then I take my first meal. Mm. I love it. I love it. I like that approach too. I'm, I'm not a big Boy. breakfast guy myself. And I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's like, it's, it's probably not a good thing. I don't know. But like, I've kind of caught myself kind of intermediate fasting on accident <laughs> but it's led to me at least for me uh, kind of losing weight and also kind of just maintaining my weight you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like even even when i was just eating whatever i wanted to eating heavy i noticed myself not really gaining the weight and i think part of it had to do with me you know that that intermediate fasting just letting my body mm. just digest yeah. all that for you know 14 16 hours like however however long it may be uh, I, I think that did play a big role yeah, because intermittent fasting, especially in the because if you're in bed, you know, you wake up and you fasten and you just drink water throughout your fasting, you're burning more calories, you're burning more fat, you know. So when you hit your first meal, it's all nutrients mm -hmm. and it just you're feeding the body the right way instead of the bad way, you know. Like, like I said, you're not a breakfast person, that's mm -hmm. fine, you know. You just drink that water throughout the first four or six hours you're awake. And then you hit, your, you hit your first meal, which could be lunch, you know, like chicken and rice or whatever you eat, you know, yeah. but it burns more fat. It does kick in a lot more. It, it kind of, it kicks in your metabolism. Mm. Got you. I like that. True man. game. Like that. Hey, real game. Yeah. Hey, we always get somebody on the porch that's going to spit that game. <laughs> any, any facet, anything you could think about, we get, yeah, we get game. That's I got all the information. Come on, man. And below, I know I know you said that was the last question before we transition. I got one more. I'm sorry. I'm really fascinated <laughs> by this. So I feel like people have uh mixed um emotions or thoughts when it comes to carbs. Some people believe like no carb diet is the way to go, low carb diet. Some people believe heavy carb. I remember when, when we were playing football, Bolo, that's we all they up. carb up. That's all we heard. Carb up. So I'm taking down pasta and bread and everything I can do. To, <laughs> To prepare my body for that hard workout the next day. What what are your thoughts though on just carbs in general and like the the, the necessity of them? So carbs are actually very good for you. You know, like, like football players. You know, y'all need to eat loads of carbs because you guys are burning constant calories and energy on that field. You're constantly pushing and running. You know, so carbs is good, but when you have an excess amount of carbs using the wrong, like say. Let's say if you're using rice, brown rice, white rice, or your starches, potatoes, sweet potatoes, whatever it may be. Those are good carbs that to have. They give you energy. They give you, you know, a push, a good push up throughout the day. Um, but whenever you eat the bad carbs, let's say pizza, mm. let's say bread, let's say chips, whatever it can be, 
you're not feeding your body right. So that makes you more fatigued and tired. So whenever you feed your body good carbs and starch, you're giving your body more energy to feed off of. So you're able to push more your workouts, you're able to push more throughout the day, and you're less tired. Uh, so people have the bad idea like, oh, too much carbs is bad. It just depends on what your goals are and what you're actually eating. You know, like I said, I eat my carbs, but they're good carbs. You know, it gives me energy throughout the entire day. So people who say carbs are bad for you or people who don't know how to use the carbs correctly. Yeah. Now, True now, do you, are you supposed to eat your carbs earlier in the day? Cause like, like you mentioned, it gives you energy throughout your day. So is it smart to eat it like earlier, like around noon or, or what? It, it is better to eat your carbs uh, in the middle of the day, just so you're not kind of sleeping off of those carbs at night. Mm. Um, when you're sleeping and you're resting, you kind of want to finish off your last meal with, a high protein and carb or high protein and vegetables. Right. So when you're eating, it kind of burns that out throughout the night. So when you wake up and you fasten, you're burning more fats and more of uh, mm. you're burning more. Mm. So then throughout the day you have the carbs to feed you and give you that energy. And then that's a routine every day, you know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bolo, last question on this and I'm done on my end. <laughs> what, what time is your last meal? Like what time do you Ooh, stop eating? I like that. So I work 12 hour shifts every day. Um, so my last meal is always at 10 p.m. Got you. Okay. Okay. 10 p.m. Because I'm a late eater too. So I'm, I'm trying to think like, okay, 10 p.m. Well, they said you have to like, <laughs> it, it depends, you, know, you have to space out your meals, right. but you got to space them out enough that you eat them. You know, like I have five meals a day. So you know, so I'll start at 11, uh, my first meal at like 11 or noon and then go off of that and finish off. Mm. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't get my schedule right, but because right, it's like today <laughs> I, I ate like my first meal was like at eleven, and then I I had a long break. I didn't eat nothing, so I got home from work, which was was like five o'clock, and that was just and I know, and that wasn't even a meal. It was just like my my pico Ooh. and my guacamole. Yeah. But, oh. I, but but listen, after this call is when I was gonna eat my final <laughs> meal, which was be my, my my chicken and my bro. I'm about, I'm I might need a program. I ain't gonna lie to you. I might just talk to you on the side. I might need a program. I do make them. Damn. You might get a copy too. You might get a new client, Bolo. I know you're busy. You might get a new client to your list. (laughs) But, you know, for me, because like I said, I'm a bodybuilder. So your meal plans will be different from mine's, obviously. Mm. Mine's more strict and, you know, sad a little bit. But, you know. (laughs) That's funny. Man, I love it, man. No, truly, I know we said a few times. Thank you for educating us, though, because like, yeah. I'm really of fascinated. I do my best. <laughs> the human body is something else, boy. It is something uh, else. But yeah, transits to another side of you and another passion that I've noticed just doing our, our research is that you are a big fan of pole dancing. Yes. Um, yes. See, you even lit up when I brought it up. Just, <laughs> tell us, like, how did that love for pole dance, like, where did that stem from? So it's going to sound funny. Well, it's going to sound like, okay, you know, whatever. So one night, me and my boyfriend, we went to a strip club. Turn up, turn up, turn up, we, turn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went yeah. to a strip club, and we were just chilling with some friends. And this one girl was on the pole, and she was doing some insane kick-ass tricks. Right. And I was thoroughly impressed. So I pulled out, you know, some ones. And I called her over. I was like, do me the best move you can do. And so she climbs up that pole and she drops on the bottom, does a whole split. He does a whole flip and stuff. And I was like, holy crap, I want to do this. 
So the next two days went by and I looked up, you know, pole classes around my area in Tampa and I found a couple of pole studios. So I started exploring different pole studios and I found one pole studio that I fell in love with. And ever since then, I just fell in love with pole. And it got to the point where I told my boyfriend, get me a pole and build it in our guest room. And we took everything out of the guest room and built the pole in here. And ever since then, I've just been doing like freestyle polling. That's cool. Damn, that's that's wild. I love that story. I love Shout that out story. to your boyfriend too, because he's <laughs> yeah. like, look, we about to set up the pole right now. We about to do it right now in the guest room. Hey, hey, just, look, that girl, she killed it. And I was like, Hold on. I walked like to the ATM, pulled out the hundred ones. Yeah. And I was like, let's go. Yeah. I'll throw them ones at you. <laughs> Big money. Do it fast too. <laughs> Do it fast too. <laughs> I did. I just, I Tampa, just, Tampa I just turning going. up. Yeah, I like that, man. But yeah. what I'm about to say, Bolo, I'm sure I'm sure your boyfriend didn't have no problems at all getting that pole built in there. As soon as no, you said yeah. you had some interest, he Ran to Home Depot, <laughs> did what he had to do. He got the post. No, yeah, he wasted no time. Like, we ordered it, and it came in the very next day, and he saw it. Oh, I gotcha. He went into the room. They did that. that he's in here, like, Bob the Builder. He's going fast. <laughs> Look that thing up here. He got it installed, and he's like, all right, I got it done. Do me a trick. And I was like, nah. okay. So I just jump on there and do, like, a pulse in. Like, there you go. That's cool. Hey, hey, shout out to him, man. I love it. I love it. How long did it take you to like start like doing tricks and like like are you at that point now where you can like kind of really get down on the pole? Oh yeah. Um so it took me so the first two months was just me getting into the group of pole. Um so I did a little dances. Um they could they do like intro to pole dances. So you do you start with dances and then a little, another three months in, so six months in, I started doing a couple of tricks. So I started climbing mm. on the pole, doing the pole sets. And then now, which is like eight months and I'm able to do pull trick routines. So I can do like four tricks at one, you know, okay. setting and stuff. So I can go upside down, do leg hangs or, you know, do handsprings. I can do all that stuff now. So, and like working out has taken a big part in that because you need right. a lot of core strength mm -hmm. to be on that pole. I'll tell you. <laughs> Man, nice. No, athlete. True athletes, for real. Like yeah. I, I think it's yeah. very, it's very, very impressive. Uh, let me ask you this: What's your favorite part of pole dance? Because, like, again, doing the research, I, there's different pieces of it. You could do the actual pole dance. There's a chair dance aspect of it. Which piece of this, the whole, the whole piece, is like your favorite part? The tricks, mm -hmm. um, because the tricks is so hard and it's so peculiar. So you have to get on that pole and you have to know where to put your hands at where to put the ar forearms at, how to control your body and your legs. You have, and you also have to point, <laughs> you also have to point your, your toes to make it look pretty. So it's like, it's an, a, a, you have to do, know a hundred things in one trick. Like, okay, yeah. if I want to go upside down, it's going to take my entire lower body to kick my own hips up to get under on, on that pole, you know, and then move my hands while upside down to do the trick. So it takes a lot of strength. And, you know, people look at it like, oh, I can do this. I'm like, no, you can't. Go ahead and do it. It's hard. Like, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some days where I'll be in here and I'll do a trick and I'll just fall because it, it takes so much to, like, hold myself up to do the trick. Mm -hmm. And, wow. and that's, that's what's so impressive to me, man, about, like, the, the, the strippers who are really good at it because not only do they have to learn how to do the moves and have the strength, they also have to try to be like sexy and sex appeal yeah. at the make same it look time. Good. Yeah. They make it look good. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's that's hard to do. Like, oh yeah, 
I could be on the. I can imagine myself <laughs> trying to climb the pole. Maybe maybe I get a move, but I'm like sweating and breathing it's hard. Like it, it, it's a rap. So like you got to look good and, and smile. I do ten and be pull ups natural. and be through. Yeah, that's that's no, hard. And, and then pole class, the instructors will tell you that because um, a lot of girls, when you're learning a trick, you forget to breathe, and they can mm. see in your face. They'll tell you breathe. Don't forget to breathe. And I'm like, I'm looking in the mirror. I can see my face. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like really stiff in the face because I'm afraid to breathe. I'm, I'm trying to hold the trick while I'm yeah. trying to look cute, but I can't look cute because I'm holding my breath and I look like I'm like I'm stuck. Like I'm a sick bug on the pole. Yeah. So it's a whole thing. Like a strippers, I'll tell you, they're these professional pole dancers. They know their thing. They're skilled, and they they deserve all of the money because it is not easy. Yeah. Dirt them dollars. Yeah, Dirt them dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I was Make it dogs. rain. I was throwing dogs the other day. We'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's silly. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, transition before we, we hit our, our final, you know, or final two segments here. You mentioned that you're from Tampa, Florida. We had another mm. guest uh, who's also uh, from Tampa. Shout out to Colony, Colony. Reed. She's a big-time real estate agent out in Tampa. I want to ask you this, though, man. Why every time online... If we see some craziness going on, it's always in Florida. It might not be Tampa Crazy. specifically, but it's always somewhere in Florida. Florida. People twerking on top of the car, hanging on the light pole, like like somebody biting somebody or come on now. Just it's 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 insane. Look, Tampa is a state of its own. It has its <laughs> it's just it has its mind of its own. Like two days ago, I was leaving to go to work. And there was an alligator just chilling in the front of the gate of my apartment complex, just chilling. You like, lying. Like, no, I have a picture. I took a picture of it. I was like, what is this? It's just Florida things. But Florida is just wow. it, its own craziness. And every day it's something new and something crazy you don't expect to happen. It's just Florida. It's, it's just, just Florida. Florida. I think that's that's how you answer it all the time. It's just Florida. <laughs> that might be the name of the, of the episode. It's just Florida. It's just Florida. <laughs> With <wild>. Alma. <laughs> I love Shout it, man. I love it. Shout out to Florida. She said a gator. Bolo, you eat gators. So you, she probably should have called you gator. go there and eat the gator so she can go to work on time. Oh, well, somebody's gonna have to somebody gonna have to kill it or do something to it, though. I ain't going by the you. gator. My gator no, fried and already whole, on the no, plate. There was a whole crowd up front. They were all just watching him just walk by and he mm-hmm. walked in the middle of the street, just crossing the road, going to the other side, like Mind like nothing ever business. happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have called in to work that day. Hey boss, uh, I ain't gonna be able to make it. This alligator is right here looking. Don't that just sound fake though? That just sound like you lied though. I got yeah. an alligator outside my house. Like that, right and now. that's why everyone in Florida takes a picture or video to know it happened. You got to. You gotta <laughs> yeah. prove it. Yeah. Or it didn't happen. No, I love it. I love it. All right, so transition to one of our favorite segments. We, we usually do this earlier in the show, but for this episode, we want to kind of switch up a little bit. It's our porch news, man. This is our segment where we bring in some random topics as we've seen trending or going on on social media, and we bring it to the porch. So, Bolo, let us know. What do we have in porch news today? Okay, so in porch news, porch time to get into this. So it's been circulating around. Um, online, uh, Hulu will be dropping a Freak Neek documentary. So if you don't know what Freak Neek is, um, it's an annual spring break festival that went down in Atlanta. So it started back in 1983, but it was finally seized by officials and police in 1999 because it used to get so crazy. So they finally dropping a documentary. And we got to ask y'all, a lot of our parents may just be on this documentary. So <laughs> what would your reaction be if you found out your parents were actually 
on the Freak Neek documentary? Ah, man. I, I'll go first, and then you can jump in. I'm turning that shit off. If I see my mama in there <laughs> with a bikini on, twerking. On top of the car. On top of the car. Going got, crazy. I'm going to her. We're having a long conversation. Mama, you remember you told me when I was a teenager you know what I'm saying? to not do X, Y, and Z? Why did I see you on the Freak Nick documentary getting <laughs> busting it down and dancing around? And busting it open. <laughs> Come on now. I'm open. I'm, I'm pissed, man. I'm pissed. I don't know. I don't know how I react, honestly. I don't know. I, I feel like my mom, she's crazy. If I saw her, I would understand. Like, okay, I get it. I, I get it. <laughs> it, <laughs> it makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense. <laughs> She's, she's like she's like I'd be surprised if I didn't see her in the document. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> I but like, it. Do, does it, it make any of their their rules like like not credible anymore? Though, like, you can't tell me like if I was a teenager and I seen it, I'm like, you can't tell me I can't do this because I literally see you on TV <laughs> doing this right now. So this you're not credible right now. You can't tell me what I can't do. I, I can agree with that. If I saw like, wait, you just told me I couldn't do that, but you're doing it right now. You know what I'm right, saying? So right. it's, it's going to be insane. So they already throwing out, you know, disclaimers are like, hey, you know, if you know you won't here, go ahead and tell your kids before, you know, their <laughs> friends figure out that's that's Miss Johnson. You know what I mean? Miss Williams <laughs> over there, you know, shaking that tail on top of the car and, and not really giving a care. So we're going to see. Man, man, I can't wait to see. I've always heard all the stories, so but you know I never I mean? really, you know, too young to actually experience it. So I'm excited to just see, uh, see it and learn about it and understand why it was shut down. Because I don't know why it was shut down and and why our generation didn't have our own version of that. So because it was yeah. too wild. It was too Crazy, wild. Bro. I too heard some wild. stories, brother. Ooh, yeah. man, you, them stories you heard, they wild. <laughs> Let they me ask y'all this before we transition: Should we bring it back? Yes or no? No, bro. Like the way the way no. life is right now, bro, there'll be a <laughs> yeah. lot of cases, bro. It'll be a lot of people yeah. going to jail. It'll be a lot of just yeah, a lot of bad Cell stuff. Phone. It would be yeah. it would be yeah. so extreme that they might have to shut off the state. Just shut them yeah. off. Yeah. Shut them off. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like they said it used to be traffic and folks used to be having sex on top of the cars. Oh, is that what, ooh, they get oh, like, like that? that? Yeah, like that, bro. Like, yeah, like it was that. bad. Like, it was bad, bro. Like yeah, it's oh, crazy. Man. Please, <laughs> Alva, please don't be on there, Mama. Auntie. Mama, please. Nobody <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. It's I wild. Love it, man. No, definitely looking forward to seeing it, though. But tell us, what do we have next in the Porsche News, Bolo? Okay, perfect. Next in Porsche News. And I think this would be cool um, since you're, are, you're still in school. So you may be able to speak mm -hmm. to this a little bit more. So, a recent survey by Wall Street Journal and the University of Chicago says that more than half of Americans, uh, about 56 percent, do not believe that college a college degree is worth it or worth the cost. Mm. So now we understand that people still go to college, even with it being at 56 percent. But we have to ask, why? Is it a mm. society thing or is it more so of kids just going just because they really want to get to the next level? Mm. Ooh, that's a toughie. Um See, like, I still believe that college degrees are worth it. The cost, no. Because, you know, it's, it does suck because when you get your degree these days, they don't match the pay that you went to school mm. with. You know? So you're paying a lot of the money for this degree. And when you walk out with the degree, it's like it's useless now because you're not getting paid as much as you deserve. So, you know, people who say it's not worth it, I can see why. But at the end of the day, you know, all your hard work and what you really want to strive for is worth it. Mm -hmm. I, I, but I do so feel too. like they need to change that. Like, you know, if we get a degree, I feel like we shouldn't pay for school. That's, I, that, I that's, think education should be free. That's what I believe. Education should be free. You no, know, we should be paying for school. 
uh, you should be able to get that degree and work for what you want. Yeah, 100%. And I, I, the only reason why I say that is because there's a lot of jobs where obviously that piece of paper is very important. But even if you do have that piece of paper, these companies are still requiring somebody to have some type of level of, of experience too before you get yeah. in the door. Right. Or there's like a certain threshold right. of money that you can make before you, you know, can start making the big dollars because you don't have the experience yet. Right. And it doesn't make any sense because, you know, you go to school for four years. How am I supposed to get that experience? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm in school the entire time trying to right. get the degree to get the job to get the experience. So how, exactly. how do I get the experience? Right, right. It's I can't get the experience without the job. You yeah. talked to me to school, so I went to school and now I'm getting punched. I went to, like, make it make sense. Make it make it sense. Make it make sense because, you know, like I got my degree and I applied to a job a year ago that required my third degree and I applied and they're like, well, do you have this experience? I'm like, no. How was I supposed to get yeah, the experience like, for, from this degree if I was in school the entire time? Right. It didn't make no exactly. sense. <laughs> It's right. it's wild. And then like, you know, obviously Darnell and, and myself, we, we were blessed and fortunate enough to go to school for free and, and have a football scholarship. But like for my wife and, you know, people that I know who had to pay to go to school, you know, you get in certain situations where, you know, you you have a certain amount of debt once you graduate and that goes with you, you know. So, you know, you, you have that piece of paper, you make some some decent money, but sometimes the debt sometimes even outweighs, you know, what you're making as well. So you get out of school and you're already in the hole setting yourself back. So. It's tough. Oh, yeah. It's, tough. It, it's, it's real tough, you know, because, like I said, a lot of people want an ed a better education, a better future, but they can't have that when they step out of that school and they finish and they're in debt. You know, they mm -hmm. got to pay all that back, you know, and it sucks. But, and like I said, like, how am I supposed to get a job with my degree with no experience? <laughs> and then if you can't get that job, you get a job, you know, that's less of what you deserve, you know, right. to get that mm -hmm. experience. And it sucks because it's obviously it's lesser pay. And now you're stuck with that job for, you know, six months, two years, you get that experience in order to apply for the job you really want. Right. Like it's a whole process that why I got to work so hard for something and then do double the work for it. Right. Exactly. Nah, that, that, it's definitely like, my opinion on it. I think it just depends on what your goals are and what your career yeah. path is. Cause True. like someone like you, like, you know, you're trying to be a nurse, an RN. Well, you have no choice but to go to school. You have no like, <laughs> medical field. You have to do it. But if you're someone who's like true, like a, a, a businessman or businesswoman or mm. entrepreneur or a, a creative, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, there's a lot of opportunity for podcasts and hosting and producing. And a lot of stuff can be self-taught. Go to YouTube tutorials and learn how to become a great graphic designer, things like that. So I think it just kind of depends. But there are a lot of other benefits to going to school. Uh, such as just uh, networking, meeting other people, getting connections. And for me, that mm -hmm. was my biggest thing that I feel like I took away from college was just the networking piece. Networking. Cool. Right, yeah. And networking does take a big part of a lot of things these days now. Like, it does. if you don't have any networking and you don't like know people, it's going to be a lot harder for you. Mm -hmm. yeah. The experience true, is everything. The experience yeah. is everything. Yeah, hope y'all tune with in, poor family, man. Network, <laughs> meet your people, you'll be good to go. So that's it. Last one here, man, before we close out the show, and this is a simple fill, fill in the blank. In five years, Nishali will be blank. <laughs> take your time. Take your time. In five years, I will be a travel nurse. 
Hey, let's get it. You making big money, travel nurse. They, <laughs> they make like eight thousand a week or something. They make some crazy money. Eight thousand a week. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know the numbers. My wife will know. I know the numbers. <laughs> I try to tell my wife to go ahead and travel a couple months. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll they, be good. They make the, yeah, they make the big the big checks. I tell you. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to the nurses. Well, listen, you just spoke it into existence. You just put it out in the air. You put it into the universe. So now what's going to happen? It's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's so, going to happen. It's going to happen. Man, man, man. This has been such an amazing episode. Really like an educational episode. I feel like we learned a lot <laughs> from different categories. So we, again, we thank you so much for that. Um, this is your time real quick to let people know where they can find you on social media. If there's anything you want to promote, shout out. This is your time to, to do so. Yeah, I mean, uh, everyone can, you know, find my social media on my Instagram, my Facebook, or my Twitter. It's my first and my last name. It, I made it so simple on all my platforms to just find me. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love <laughs> it. I love it, man. And I will be hitting you up about of either course, either meal yeah. plan or I might be a client. We're going to talk separately, but I'm going to... Feel free. Feel free. It depends, it, it depends on your rates, but I'm going to let you know what we can do. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that expensive. I'm, I'm very I'm very nice with people. Okay, okay, okay. There okay. we go. There we yeah, go. Then look, your referral. Your referral. <laughs> <laughs> let me yes, know how sir. it is. D-Dale, let me know. I'll let, let you know. <laughs> hey, hey, if you see me in two weeks coming back on the porch like this... I'm going to be like, <laughs> send an email over. I'm going to need a consultation. I'm going to need it all. <laughs> I got you. I'll let you know, brother. Let you know. But this is The Porch Podcast. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Every time you tune in, you're going to walk away with a gym. If you're not, you're not paying attention. Follow us on all platforms. That's Instagram. That's YouTube. That's Spotify. That's Apple, Apple. Music. That's iTunes. Anything you, you yes. want to you Google us, we're going to pop up. All right? So it's no excuse to show love, okay? The Porch Podcast is where you'll find us. And just make sure that the best you... Is the best you, and we out. Peace. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work every day, we got it in. We chased all our dreams, and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless, I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat People don't want us to leave They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets Thinking we stunning the sea We came from nothing to something, now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week, every month, every season So many schemes, had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Warming up pots, cooking ramen at times that was all we was eating Now we be feasting, five Star restaurants every week, whole teams ripped the cloth in the scenes. They looking hard when we step on the scene. Call us out cast, we so fresh and so clean. Ain't about cast, please don't ask for a meeting. Just hit the stoop out the spaz on the beat. Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet. Just play it cool when I tax you the feet. We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat. Live for the day, cause the past can determine the future or where you gon' actually be. Keep staying present, our presence a blessing. It's all that we have and we actually need. I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech. I am no pastor, but actually preaching. Look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began. Had to put in work every day, we got it in. 
chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.